Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, everyone. It's Catherine Gordon from The Sugar Freedom Show. Thanks for listening today. Today on The Sugar Freedom Show, I have Kelly Dubrow, the author of Strong and Sexy in 25 Minutes. Hey, Strong and Sexy in 25 Minutes? Count me in. As my clients at Gordon Studio and I are discovering, uh, shorter training sessions, along with some very interesting new techniques in nutrition, including, oh, gee, maybe eating more food, more wholesome, wholesome, whole foods, might actually be helpful in getting us to reach our fat loss goals. So I'm excited to have Callie with me today, and I'm going to ask her some questions about why her program is so effective and, and what we can learn from it. Callie, how are you doing today? Great, Catherine. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited for this. I I am excited for this too, Callie. I I have to be completely honest with you. Um, I started my personal training career about two and a half years ago, and I was doing um, doing a lot of 60 minute classes. I was doing a lot of extra cardio, and my weight, and my body fat percentage started to creep back up. And we were having some success in the studio. But then uh, I made a, a change in what I was doing according to the new science, and I shortened all the workouts to, to 30 minutes. And but just by making that change, what I found was is that my, my appetite was reduced and we started to see uh, better results at the studio. Now, I know we want to dive right into the new science and why these things work, but I just before we get into that, I'd love you to introduce yourself to my audience and just tell me a little bit about your background and why you got into health and fitness in the first place. Yeah, sure. Um, so I, like you said, I uh, am the creator of Strong and Sexy in 25 Minutes, and that program actually stems from my quote-unquote day job, which is uh, I own Durbro Performance Training, which is just outside of Austin. Um, I grew up as an athlete, so really, like, health fitness has always been very, very important to me. And then as I kind of got into my career, uh, started training people and realizing, like, you know, I really can have quite an impact on their life. And so that, long story short, became their real performance training where pretty much the goal for us is to get people to just be awesome and be the best version of themselves. And mm-hmm. with my background as an athlete, I tell my clients and the people that I work with, you know, online and, and in person that everyone is an athlete, whether, you know, whatever level of that that means for you, you want to, you know, be pretty, uh, you know, for lack of a better word, you want to be a badass. So <laughs> everyone, everyone is an athlete. So... That's how my philosophy kind of comes through, um, which we'll touch on, you know, I'm sure when we talk about more about the workouts. But, yeah, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Yeah, your philosophy appeals to me a great deal. I, In in my work, what one of the things that we want to bring back is the, the concept of, of the amateur loving what they do the root of amateur is the latin word for love and there's this idea uh that the amateur athlete is a wonderful thing to be because it means that you're moving you're playing a sport you're pursuing maybe your sport is fitness but you're pursuing it out of love as opposed to necessarily trying to get a paycheck out of it and i think that if we can encourage uh our clients and our listeners and our readers to understand that 
anybody can be a, an amateur athlete, and basically that just means that that you love what you do. Now, one of the things that I want to get right into uh, on on your new program is it's right there in the title, Strong and Sexy in 25 Minutes. You and I both know, whether or not you're a fitness professional or whether you're just someone who practices fitness, that for a long time uh, the party line was, um, you know, calories in, calories out. You want to burn more calories, you just train longer, and you want to get into, into a caloric deficit and lose fat, you, you simply eat less. So in terms of that idea, let's talk about why 25 minutes, Callie. Yeah, well, one of the biggest struggles that with the women, and women in particular, um, that I work with, like I said, both in person and online, is one of the things that holds them back or causes them to, you know, not see the results they want is the whole idea of not having time. So Mm -hmm. the first, first thing I would say to that is that Everyone can make time. It may not be the best time. It may be five in the morning, but mm-hmm. there is time. So that would be my first point with that. But to talk to the 25-minute piece, that's all you need. And with the workouts that I really adhere to and I preach to my clients and my friends and everybody who will listen, um, mm-hmm. is a, it's, a, it's about intensity. So that 25 minutes has to be... 25 minutes of hard work. Not to say you don't take breaks, but it's not 25 minutes walking on the treadmill. Some days you may take a walk, but it's 25 minutes of intense, focused work, and then you're done. And you see, you'll see, you and I will have seen results of people who do this, and it's just, you know, they're happier, they enjoy it more, it's not a chore, it's not a grind. It's, you know, becomes fun. Well, let's. Yeah, I I agree completely. And let's talk a little bit about now. I know when I introduce um, a new client to the concept of this short, high intensity training, very often, and I suspect you see the same thing. Is there's this little bit of fear in their eyes? How hard are these exercises going to be? I mean, am I going to have to like really get down on the ground and do like a boy push up and a full on burpees and all that, which you may work up to, but. A lot of times people who are looking at this kind of training, they're, they're a little bit afraid of it because they're afraid it's going to be too hard for them. How do you, how do you address that with your brand-new clients and with your brand-new readers? Yeah, definitely. I actually literally just had this conversation with someone this morning. Um, we were at the gym, and, and, a, and a friend of a client came in and was interested in knowing more, and um, she was saying she had had some injuries, and, you know, things like that, and I was telling her, like, and this is what I tell everybody, is that every exercise is scalable. So, you know, if you look at a lot of things going on in the fitness industry now, it is a lot of that, uh, you know, tough mutter, spark rage, all out, um, you know, end up in a pile on the floor and, like, pass out. Like, that's not really the idea. Um, so when, it, when we speak to intensity, what we would mean is intense for where you're at and we meet yeah. we meet you where you're at. So if for you, um, you know, sprinting is not in the cards, then, you know, maybe you work on, um, you know, a jump squat or a sprint in place. Um, 
if it's mm-hmm. not a full push-up, yeah, push-up on the knees and then a gradual build-up to hitting on the toes and then getting lower and then adding, if you're advanced, then you add weight. So, it's, it's, I mean, every exercise has a beginning, a middle, and a, you know, advanced, I like to say. So, yeah, it's really all about, number one, technique is huge. So, yeah. every exercise, the technique is critical and then from there you can advance with weight or speed or volume but yeah it's all about intense for your current level and situation now see see if you you agree with this i mean one of the the ways that i try to explain uh intensity to to my audience is i'll talk about um a, a scale of between one to ten one being lying in bed <laughs> ten being running for running for your life from a tiger And uh, let's see if you agree. Uh, What I am trying to get them to do is, with safety and with good form, I'm trying to get them to eight. I'm trying, and maybe as they get more advanced, maybe touch on nine every once in a while. Does that make sense of you, that we can take it in terms of a range? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's that's perfect. And we we use a very similar, yeah, a very similar kind of, um, line up for that. So yeah, that's great. And I think I think as well another way that uh, students and readers can handle high intensity is with this understanding that when their form starts to break down, that they are entitled to take a rest. I mean, would you agree that they need to rest when when form starts to go south? Absolutely. And um, you know that's something I tell people in the gym and I tell, uh, you know, the people that work for me, my trainers and whatnot, is if you, you know, if you see somebody or you personally feel that you're doing an exercise and the weight, yeah, you lose form with a certain weight, like you have to be aware of that and you have to check your ego and say, okay, I'm going to use a lighter weight and dial back my form and get it perfect. Well, I actually, when I read your program, I saw you wrote Check Your Ego right there in, you know, the important guidelines to your program, and and I agree 100%. I I have to tell you one of the things that I really like about uh, reading your program, uh, The Strong and Sexy in 25, is is your warm-up sequence. And I actually went and I, I looked at the video on Vimeo. That came out very nice. So tell me about that warm-up sequence and the importance of the warm-up before you train. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, this speaks to, again, a lot of people um, not having a lot of time. So that tends to be the thing that people skip, and they jump right into the exercises. And that really, one, it it doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. And two, it really can... Maybe you don't get injured that day, but after several days and several, you know, going right into maybe using some kettlebells without warming up, you know, you're setting yourself up for potential injury and and just potentially not feeling great during your workout. So I always have everyone that I work with do a nice warm-up. So it doesn't have to be long. If you have more time, it can be long. But I usually pick maybe five, let's say you're pressed for time, pick five or six exercises that will just hit all your tough parts. For most Mm -hmm. people, that means their hips, their hamstrings, their upper back, their shoulders. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we take a a quick sequence of some 
you know, some hip cradles, some lateral lunges. We do some band work if you have access to a, a stretching band. And the whole idea is just to get, the first thing is to get the mind ready, and then the second thing is to get the body ready, kind of literally and figuratively. So you want to do, want to elevate the core temperature, bring yes. the muscles to a little bit of a, you know, work up a tiny sweat, not cr- not crazy, but, um, you know, while you're doing that, you're bringing your brain sort of into, okay, I'm getting primed to, to do some work here. So that's really... Speaking, speaking of that's, the brain, that's what Kelly, it is. yeah, yeah. I, I really like that idea because I, I, I do believe that 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 training, body sculpting, you know, high intensity training, it, it really is a smart person's game. I mean, it requires a lot of thinking and mental focus. And I think the other thing that I think is so wonderful about the work about the warm up is if if I look at your warm up, uh the this warm up is actually your training. None not a moment is wasted. Like you said, you're elevating that core that core temperature. Now, if if we can, I would love to start to get into because I know you write about it in in your program. Uh, if our listeners go to uh, Strong and Sexy in Twenty Five Minutes dot com, they're going to read some of the actual hard science that you have found that that begins to explain why this new kind of training, and then we're also going to get onto the nutrition soon, is so effective. And I'd like to specifically talk talk about AMPK. Uh, would you talk a little bit about that? I, I believe it's a hormone. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Basically, um, I had talked about this a little bit in the easiest way to describe it. Yeah, the hormones are really what drives every process in the body. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, when the hormones are, are not dialed in, you know, things, it's very, very hard to lose fat. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's something that a lot of a lot of women in particular, you know, they may be struggling with, as you had mentioned, um, weight gain when, mm-hmm. when they're, in fact, working out and exercising yeah. because they're in such a deficit of calories and such an excess of working out. Mm-hmm. So when you can almost flip that switch, which I had um, heard it called the skinny gene, so right. it's kind of interesting. Um, but when you can actually flip that switch to the opposite of training less and eating more, mm-hmm. it really gets the hormones to actually balance out and to do their jobs in the way that they're supposed to do instead of sort of hurting the body, which is a lot of women are in that, and you you don't know what's really happening. So you think, okay, I'm going to work out more and eat less, and I'm going to continue that spiral, which in really, you know, plain terms, like you're just making it worse. But well, and, it's such a hard, it's such yeah. a hard concept to to help install and instill in women and and that's something that I'm very passionate about because I've seen it happen and it happened to me and it's mm-hmm. it's just um you know in hindsight it was like oh I was doing so much damage to my body um yeah. but that's what this program is all about is just kind of trying to reverse that 
Well, I do notice from from reading the program that you know you're you're, you're going to get warmed up. You're you're going to get get started. You're going to add weight. You're going to add uh, kettlebells uh, if you wish. And once again, you know the miracle of progression, correct? But it's really progression more intensity rather than progression in duration. I think that's one of the big differences. Is Absolutely, yeah. Uh, now, one one of the things that that I think, and I I love to kind of my clients, Callie, I think yours are the same. Uh, some of them they just they just do what I tell them. But other ones of my clients, they really want to understand why. And I think one of the reasons why this kind of training works is that you're is that you're peaking several times within a session. And my theory is, and, and please tell me what your theory is and, and tell me if you agree or maybe you know more about this, my theory is, is that every time you peak in intensity, every time you get to that eight or nine, and then you and then you you come back and you change your exercise and you peak again. That it's like that it's stimulating that skinny gene. It's stimulating that fat loss hormone. W- would you agree that that's the case? Yeah, absolutely. And when you can have, like you said, those multiple times mm-hmm. without really going, you know, we're not talking about going for you know two hours of training, right. but within twenty twenty five minutes when you have those little, like you said, uh, mini bursts. Mm-hmm. And that's really that's really the trigger, um, because we're changing the way the body's operating in terms of, yeah, we're elevating your metabolism, which is really the the key to making life, you know, um, long-standing changes. Oh, as a matter of fact, that reminds me that you wrote about how the 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 fat burning furnace is turned up for 36 hours because the body's trying to return to homeostasis. Could you explain that a little bit more? Yeah, absolutely. This is um one thing that I love to um we always talk about with new clients and new new people that I work with because it's something that you don't really think about. You think about, okay, I'm working out because I want to burn calories, right? Mm-hmm. So re- really what's happening, I tell people is like the workout is not the the magic. The magic is after the workout. So when mm-hmm. you're coming into a workout and you let's say you do a 25-minute circuit workout with some kind of a full-body emphasis, what's happening during that workout, let's say you burn 500 calories. Um, after, when your body, your heart rate is up, your blood pressure is up, your digestion is working you're yeah. you're burning burning calories like crazy your body yeah. wants blowing to go, and blowing <laughs> yeah exactly your body wants to go back to what's normal and comfortable so it starts working overdrive to return back to that normal state of where you were at before you worked out mm-hmm. so let's say you worked out on monday night at 6 p.m you're and you burn 500 calories you've raised up your metabolism so how your body's burning calories during this 36-hour period when it's trying to turn back to normal, by the time you get back to normal, it's time to do another workout. So let's say it's Wednesday night or Wednesday afternoon. Now you do another one. Now you've elevated again. Then you do another one on Friday. You've elevated again. So eventually your body gets to this point where it's like, I think I'm supposed to stay up here. Yeah. And then that's really when... the that's really when the fat loss happens. So, yeah, we're burning calories when we exercise, but it's really post-exercise 
as long as the intensity during the exercise is there. So that's kind of the, the caveat to the uh, intensity as well. Well, and isn't it, isn't it exciting that we're discovering these techniques that are actually doable, they're actually safe, and they're working? Because I have to tell you, they're, they're, they're working for me. They're working, they're working at our studio. And the, then, of course, there's this whole other area of fat loss and getting you know, strong and sexy, which is nutrition. And I do think that it is time for us to turn our focus. Boy, this has been hard for me, Callie, hard for some of my students, this this concept that if we if we actually eat more wholesome fat burning body nourishing food we actually get to eat more and and we're going to reduce fat and, and sometimes we're even going to weigh less can you help us get our head around that yeah that you're right that is a hard one um because for so long and even still it's not it's not you know gone yet but it's just the like you touched on before is um, exercise more and eat less, that should be the secret sauce because we're burning more calories. But if we talk about what we just spoke about with the 36-hour window, and if you're in a deficit and then your body gets put through the ringer, so to speak, when it's trying to recover, and there's never that nourishment post-workout or the next day, your body eventually just says, hey, wait a minute, i got to slow down here because I'm, it's sort of the, um, the biological signal of uh, a, a famine coming and mm-hmm. I'm going to starve. So mm-hmm. I, better, I better slow down these, these functions and, and let's put the metabolism on a slow-mo. So what happens and not even just a famine, down. but yeah, a famine and a war. Because yeah. number one, you're not feeding yourself, so it's famine. And number two, you're just you're racing all the time, and you're you're pushing your body all the time. So it's like, oh gosh, there's no food, and 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 there must be some kind of crisis going on, right? Yeah, and so the body, um, particularly in women with um, you know hormones being so sensitive, um, you know the body just says, hey, nope, I'm done. Like you're you're really doing some damage to me right now, and so. That's usually when we see people, the trend that I see is a good, you know, drop in weight loss because a lot of people most of the time initially they may need to go into a little bit of a deficit. But mm-hmm, once, mm-hmm. Their, once their body starts to respond and they continue to go further into a deficit, that's when the plateau has, will start. And that's what we see and I'm sure that you see quite often. Um why am I not losing anymore? Then, you know, I lost for two months and now I'm kind of stuck. And when we tell people it might be time to eat more, they do kind of look at you a little funny. <laughs> but it's well, really... Their instinct, their instinct yeah. is to cut their calories more. And then we know where that leads. You cut it to the bone too much and eventually you're going to have a blowout, right? Yeah, exactly. And then all yep. of a sudden you're going to eat 4,000 calories at a sitting and man, if we can just you know, if we can prevent that, I, I think that's that's really positive. W- one of the things, and let's see if you agree. And I, I also read your nu- nutrition program, and it just seems you know eminently sensible. One of the things that that I do want my clients to understand is that you know, increasing we're talking about increasing your wholesome food, your you know your clean protein, healthy fats, 
you know, wonderful above-ground vegetables, and for me, a moderate amount of, of low-sugar fruits. Uh, we're not necessarily talking about uh, increasing your calories with junk food, correct? Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's all about, you know, again, like you exactly said, it's food that will make you feel good. Well, and food that's not necessarily going to spike your insulin levels, right? Right, absolutely. Once again, getting back to this sense that as we get smarter as trainers and as we get smarter about food, we're learning to manipulate the hormones that make us lean through how we eat and how we move, correct? Yeah, well, that's that's the thing is we learn, um, you know, which foods are going to do what to the body and it's really a lot more than, like you said, just eating less because, you know, you have your body needs a little bit of everything if we're talking about protein, carbs, mm-hmm. and fat. We can't just yep. cut one and say we're good. So yeah, it's about it's about balancing the all the functions of the body, which is is very hard to to wrap your head around when you think I'm just trying to lose weight. You know, it's a lot right. more than that. Well, I do think that, that that true fat loss, the kind of fat loss and body shaping that you're talking about, you know, the, the strong and sexy idea that it's like we're not just, you know, getting in there in the gym and wailing away. What we're really trying to do is, is create the, the body we want that, once again, it is a smart person's game, uh, and it takes it takes intelligence. One of the things I like about your nutrition program is that you you do write about this sense that, uh, you're gonna you you give guidelines, but then the the reader is going to have to make decisions for herself or possibly himself. What are some of the ways that um, that our readers can can navigate the grocery store uh, in order to make better decisions about what they're eating? Yeah, that the thing about that that I always tell people is it's really a lot more simple than you even think. So. Mm-hmm. If you looked at the grocery, uh, you know, suggestions, and again, yeah, you touched on it perfectly, is that it's not a meal plan, it's a nutrition guideline. Um, mm-hmm. But if you, if all you need to do is shop the perimeter of the store, mm-hmm. that's it, that's it. Because <laughs> if you think <laughs> about, all around the about, yeah, don't go in the middle unless you need, you know, maybe you need salsa or something like that. But other than that, paper towels. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, the good stuff is on the outside. So it's, you know, yeah, that's, the fruits that's and vegetables, protein. Store. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's exactly. Yep. That's my that's my tip. That's it. <laughs> now, one of the things as as we're as we're getting as we're getting closer to our uh, half hour time now, w- one of the things that my uh, clients and students are always looking for is this is this concept of. You know what are some of the, the the easy and quick things that 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 they can grab um, that that are satisfying and healthy for them? I know that you are writing for mainly as I am the the busy woman and sometimes the busy man as well. What are some of what are some of your go to foods? Because I know you travel. Uh, I know that you've got you've got your business. Uh, what are some things that, that you use to keep you on track? Yeah, I love. Um Simple, like I'm pretty simple. Like I'll do usually, I'll I like eggs because you can hard boil eggs. That's mm-hmm. simple. Um, 
Greek yogurt is great, either with a little bit of protein or some fruit, depending on, you know, if it's post-workout and you need some more carbs. Um, Things like, um, you know, simple things on the grill. That's really, like, grill up some some steak and veggies or chicken and veggies, or even if you want to go, you know, seafood, you can do that. But um, the grill is amazing. And if you don't, you know, a lot of people where I live in the in uh, or where my gym is in, in Boston, you know, in the city, they don't have a grill, but, you know, George Foreman grill it, you know, keep it simple, but things like that are, hey, broiler you know, pan one or in two. the oven, you know, you yeah, can use a broiler broiler pan in the oven, same thing, yep. very, very similar, just turn your oven on and stick it on the, on the broiler pan. Exactly, and, I, I, and the other, I, yeah, I was going to say, the other thing is uh, crock pot is amazing because I've got something in the crock pot right now. Yeah, it gives you meals for weeks, or not weeks, but days. It's great. Hey, can I share this with you? Okay, what's in there right now is uh, it, it's, a, it's a grass-fed pot roast, well, grass-fed beef chuck roast, and this is so simple. I'm going to share the recipe with you. You cut up an onion. You put it in the bottom of the crock pot. <laughs> you put the roast on top of it. Season it with salt and pepper. I use a little garlic powder as well, and then I throw carrots over it. And, you know, if you want to, you can add a little liquid. You can add a little organic chicken broth. Stick the lid on it. And, and man, what could be easier, right, Callie? Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, yeah, you just leave it, and then, you know, that night you've got your meal all done. Well, and then, you know, the whole family can eat off of it. And, and then, you know, for my husband and son, you know, I might add some things for them, you know, that are sweeter or that are starchier than, than what, what I eat. But, you know, I think that what busy women need to know is that you can make some foundational dishes that are going to be really healthy and fat-burning for you. And then if there's people in your family who aren't necessarily looking for fat loss, then you can add some goodies for them, correct? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yep. It's just kind of have that base meal. And yeah. then, like you said, just add to it uh, as you need. Yep. Well, as we get to the close of our podcast today, I just I, one more time, I want to tell them where they can learn about your program. I'm going to say it. It's going to be www.strongandsexyin25minutes.com, and the 25 is the numbers 25. And uh, I just I hope they'll go and, and take a peek at it. Um, I, I love what I'm seeing in the program, uh, not just not just training, but nutrition. There's also a program in there for your abs and for your arms because I tell you, my clients really want their arms to look great. So I'm just really glad that you were able to be with me today, Callie. Yeah, I'm excited to share this stuff. Like I said, I'm super passionate about it because I see so many people that I work with go through it and I went through it and, you know, we're all going to struggle a little bit, but if you just can think of fitness and exercise and nutrition as simply as you can and not get bogged down, like, it just, it it changes your life. It really does. Uh, yeah, it, it, what I tell my students is it, it really doesn't have to hurt. You do have to have mental focus. You do have to have commitment. You do. You have to be willing to shop and for and prepare healthy food. But it really, it, it really doesn't have to be painful, and it, it can be a lot of fun. A lot of fun, like our interview today. So, Callie, I'm actually going to be seeing you in the near future, which is great. I look forward to that, and I look forward to hearing more about Strong and Sexy in 25 minutes. And uh, so, thank you everybody for listening and for tuning in and finding out more about 
the great news that we, we, we don't have to train quite as long and we can eat a little bit more. So thanks for joining me again, Callie. Oh, thank you so much. Talk to you and see you soon. Bye-bye, everybody, and once again, thanks for listening.